Data Mesh Radio is provided as a free community resource by Data Mesh Understanding. It is produced and hosted by me, Scott Herleman. I started this podcast as a place for practitioners to get useful information about Data Mesh, and we're at over 200 episodes already. This is a Mesh Musings episode where I do a relatively short overview, some might call a few of them rants, on a specific topic related to Data Mesh. I try to put uh, you know my few summary takeaways in the show notes too to make it easy to decide if this will be useful for you. Quick reminder as well to hit the Data Mesh Understanding link in the show notes to easily review listings of past episodes you might have missed, you know, that I've grouped up on different topics to make it easy if you want to do like a deep dive into governance or something like that. Do check out the Data Mesh Understanding offerings as well and the free community introduction and roundtable programs while you're there. Now with that, on to the Mesh Musing. Making capital A Agile work in data, Mesh Musings 49. I was talking recently with Shane Gibson, guest of episode 81, and a big proponent of using Agile in data about why do so many people, data people, really hate Agile, right? And he kind of pushed back on do that many. And yes, I mean, a lot of guests, if they talk about Agile, they talk about kind of the bad things. And so we got into a bit of a conversation and Shane mentioned a few things, one being that that capital A agile for some reason is just that much harder in data. We don't have as good of ways of to like fail fast and we do in, in software, you know, iteration is harder, et cetera. Also central data teams, much of their work is based on reaction rather than that much planned ahead. Things break and therefore they have to be fixed. That is also part of why reliability engineering and especially SRE are important in my view to figuring out how we think about reliability and data. Anywho, back to agile. So there are a number of issues with, ag- with using agile in data, but I think the biggest one is that for many in data, if you don't follow rules, your data ends up being wrong, Right when we've had people kind of going off in their own direction and trying their own things, it's led to bad data, it's led to silos, it's led to fragile ways of of that things have been built. And so in data, we are big on kind of instruction sets. I know I'm not phrasing that perfectly, but basically the way people do data, especially in larger organizations, the way of doing data is often quite rote, right? It is by design, everyone going their own way for many aspects of data would cause this utter chaos. But ways of working and ways of processing data are two very different things. And yet the way I'm seeing Agile being implemented, it seems that data people are looking at them as if they're kind of the same approach of I should take the best practices and apply them instead of what are my best practices for 
you know, building reliable pipelines or whatever, that's a very different concept than what are my best practices for doing something like agile, for doing business process stuff. And if you listen to Shane in my episode, or really anything I think Shane puts out, he puts out a lot of really great stuff um, written and, and spoken. But one thing is in, in Agile is that if you are going to make Agile, capital A, Agile work, you need to be flexible. You need to be nimble. You need to not follow the rules, right? And what I mean by that, I'll get into that in a little bit, but that sounds counterintuitive. And if you look at things like, you know, safe for agile, you know, it's against the rules, but there's uh, a reason safe is extremely widely panned as awful, right? Agile at its heart is about finding ways of collaborating and ways of working in general that work for a team, Right then you can think about how that scales up to the organization, but it's about at that team level. That might start out with standups as you learn how each other works and you coordinate on getting things in order early in your agile journey. But when they stop being useful, you are supposed to throw those things out. That is how you do agile well. You test and you learn. It's small-scale experimentation in how you work. Everything should always be shifting, not for the sake of shifting, but you should be thinking about, is this still meeting what we want it to meet? And that every team is going to work a little bit differently. I really like um, asynchronous communication. So I really like creating a doc and saying, everybody just look at this. What I can't deal with is very, very quick chat uh, over text, right? And so if that's the way that we're always exchanging context, I'm really going to struggle. So when I'm sitting in a team with somebody and they want to send me 15 messages in a minute and a half, I'm just going to get so overwhelmed that I don't want to work with them. Or, you know, uh, we had this problem in the Slack uh, the data mesh learning community Slack of, you know, a conversation would start and then there would be like 25 or 30 replies that happened at 3 a.m. for the U.S. So I'd wake up and I just couldn't respond to anything. So you find ways of working and ways of exchanging information. And so I found a lot of people where I would say, hey, let's just have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And that's what needed to work for me to actually do my work correctly. That's how agile should work. Another aspect of agile people in data seem to get, you know, extremely wrong is backlog. As priorities change, you shift your backlog around. It's not as if things are sacred to this sprint. One thing I learned from being embedded in an SRE team, every team must have time to react to urgent priorities and must have time for experimentation. Yes, that experimentation should be prioritized. So it's not just doing all sorts of cra you know, craziness and just trying out all this crazy stuff, but teams need space to innovate for many reasons, mental health and happiness among the top that often get overlooked. And this is where I think people are like, well, this is how long it takes to build a data pipeline. So therefore, that is what the, the priority for this 
sprint should be. And maybe if something comes up, that priority gets bumped out versus like, how do we chunk this up into much smaller work? And how do we think about not creating chaos in our backlog, but being flexible about this, right? And that it's not as well that teams can throw things on your backlog, right? That there needs to be a good way of doing this at the organization level and at the team level, but it's about finding what works at that team level. And it's not as much about this is the exact way that we're going to communicate with each other cross teams because that can get really pernickety as well. So why do I think people in data often hate agile, capital A agile? Because they've had the worst of agile and not seen the best of it. Agile can be leveraged in ways that will drive significant value and better focus and collaboration with teams. But when it's focused on the ceremony and following the rules, especially well past when a practice is adding value, of course it sucks. So what do I recommend here? Number one, go read some of Shane's stuff or listen to his podcast. Uh, as of me writing this, I'm supposed to be on sometime around when this comes out. I, I don't know. We're recording this in the future. We're recording that in the future. I don't know. Number two, think of agile in the data as a product mindset. Your agile approach has a number of approaches that are like features and features of a product evolve and are sunset as you bring in new features that are of value. When something's not good anymore, you you throw it out. That's what agile is about. Number three, every team, much like every data product, will be unique and different. Try to make trying to make everyone follow the same path is, is going to be bad. It's not going to work. When first starting out, you might have a few set of recommended practices, but trying to force everyone at the same, you know, to do the exact same thing will be, it will just make people miserable. And, you know, I don't know if this is the right way to do it, but I would say like, think about how in data mesh, you don't just smash the monolith into a bunch of different pieces and go, okay, we're now doing microservices for data, right? Like, okay, it's all just done. Just shift to this. No, like think about rolling this out in an appropriate way, instead of just going yesterday, we were doing this today, we're doing agile. And then number four of, of this list, I just kind of threw in one that I had numbered, but number four, have patience and lean into the, why are we doing this? It's not because we say so. It's maybe something like, we think this will actually significantly decrease the cost of collaboration, you know, especially inside the team. We believe that this will make it easier to find differences in priorities and align on delivering quality work incrementally, especially when collaborating across teams. We also believe it can go wrong, so we want this to be interactive, and we will help you shape it to work for your team because process for the sake of process is bad form or whatever you want to say. But I think there's lots of ways that you can communicate this and that you can do it in data that's not uh, that's not going to be so bad. So my overall point here is that why do so many folks hate agile when thinking about data? Because in data, it's so rarely done well, from what I can tell. Things are done because that is the way they are supposed to be done instead of because this will make our teams happier and more efficient. And quite honestly, Agile isn't for every organization, just like data mesh. The spirit of Agile probably should be 
for every organization. So maybe you'll read the Agile Manifesto, but in data, the one size fits all approaches are obviously breaking more and more. So work with your teams and talk about what you want to achieve and and collaborate with them to get there. Yes, easier said than done, but I believe in you. And this is where I was going to insert a joke of, except for you and call out a random name, but I'm not even going to do that. So with that, Scott out. Hopefully that was a useful mesh musing for you. Please do rate and review the podcast. It really does help. And if you'd like to get in touch and see how I can be helpful to you, check out the show notes. I'm pretty easy to find. As I mentioned, there are some great free programs in addition to some very affordable things around implementer intros and roundtables on the Data Mesh Understanding website. As always, if you have suggestions for guests or topics, please do get in touch. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And with that, now on to the funky outro music.